Welcome to the podcast, Happy and Single. My name is Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. And you can find our podcast on Instagram at Happy and Single. So go ahead and feel free to follow those. And today is episode 38. And the episode is entitled, Just Do You. So it's really interesting because we have so many things that happen in our lives that really affect us and that influence us. And I realized something very powerful a couple days ago. And what it was is for so many years, I really had this almost Tony Robbins style vibe to my life and just to my business, to my coaching, to my everything. Well, I wasn't terribly thrilled with that. And then I came across a coach named Michael Neal. And as I watched Michael Neal, I saw how happy he was. And I wanted to almost become that happy. But in the process, I've realized in the past few years that I've actually tried to become just like him. You know, in quite a few areas of his life, especially, man, maybe not quite a few areas, but definitely the way he coaches. And definitely the way that the way that he speaks and the way that he acts and just kind of, you know, picking up on different nuances. Cause I went from the point of being so excited, you know, just talking like this and being just, you know, talking with my clients like this at times and be like, you got this, you can do this. And then I went to this point of doing what you guys have probably heard quite a bit of on this podcast of doing this very slow, slow, slow speaking model. And to be honest, I don't think It's either one or the other that's me as a person. I think it's really in the middle. But what I realized just a few days ago that just blew my mind was one of those those holy smokes moments. And it was this. It was I had taken what I learned from Tony Robbins that had come with not only Tony Robbins, but other things in coaching that had almost become this straight jacket. And I'd taken off this beautiful white straight jacket that I, so I felt that I'd be able to coach with much more power, much more efficiency, much more effectiveness. However, I didn't realize that in this same moment that I was taking off this white straight jacket, that I was putting on this yellow straight jacket. This yellow, happy straight jacket. Yes. By doing much of what Michael Neal has shared with me and what I've seen from him, I have. I have become much, much happier in my life. But I never realized that I was also going way too into his rules. And he doesn't really have any rules, like, you know, that you can really see on the outside. And I, it dawned on me when, you know, a person that was working closely with him They basically shared how he had challenged them to go and, you know, to go and invite people to work with them for a large, for a decent amount of money. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. That's not what Michael, that's not what Michael Neal does. And then it kind of clicked. It's like, well, if that's what Michael Neal did, then that's probably what Michael Neal does. And it just hit me like, Forgive the expression, but it hit me like a ton of bricks. And probably more so, it hit me like, is somebody splashing you in the face with water? Like ice cold water that just feels super, super refreshing? 
because it helped me realize that, oh my goodness, I've taken off this bracelet on my hand that basically said, WWTD, what would Tony Robbins do? To putting this other bracelet on that says, what would Michael Neal do? But I didn't realize that either one was not appropriate for me. Tony Robbins, I'm grateful for one of his exercises that taught me to live at a very high level of energy. However, to be very honest, much of it wasn't, I don't want to say much of it wasn't real, but there was an element of it that wasn't real. But I loved being at that compared to where I'd been before. When I first started doing some of those exercises of Tony Robbins, I mean, I was not the happiest person in the world. And I wasn't the most energetic and I wasn't the most excited about my life. And for quite a while, anytime I came across somebody that wasn't super high energy and super excited about life, that would be one of my favorite exercises to use with them. Okay, so I want you to start off by talking about something at a level one. Something that you really love to talk about. You know, you kind of do this little thing where you're like, okay, well, I love coaching. I love to be able to help and inspire other people's lives. <laughs> you got to hear the little robot voice in there. Well, and then you kind of go and you, know, you take it up a notch and up a notch and up a notch and up a notch. Until you're super high energy. Until you're level 10. And that was me. Like, I mean, if somebody asked me how I was doing, I mean, it is just the good, great, grand, wonderful. If I was any better, I'd, you know, insert whatever here. However, like, there's a lot of people that that would off-put. Like, some people were super off-put by that high level of energy. I was even told by a good friend that people in my, people in my community, in my circle, thought that I was, that I was a bit much. And, and looking back, funny enough, I actually agree with them. Because I came across an individual that also was super high energy. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. It wasn't that it was super high energy. It's that the energy wasn't like controlled in the slightest. And what I came to realize is, at least for myself, that I was pretty much a live wire. One of those live electrical wires that's down, that's just flipping around. I mean, it's got tons of electricity coming out of it. But it's just kind of dancing there for, with all the energy it can muster. Well, then I went to that super, super chill place of just, hey, whatever. But like I said, neither was me. And probably at the same time, they're both me. There are times that I am excited about life. And there's other times that it's just like, well, I'm living life. It doesn't have to be perfect. I could be excited. But there's other times that I was trying way too hard to embody my mentors. Try to embody every single thing that they did because I, I thought that it would help me have a life that they have, that I would find that happiness that I'm looking for. 
Happiness for me oftentimes comes when I'm just slowing down. And, and relating to this title of this podcast, it comes from just doing me. I love the song, This Is Me, from The Greatest Showman. It's really interesting. If you haven't seen that video, not just The Greatest Showman, but there's a specific video where, um, I'm not sure if, like, I don't understand tons how the film industry works, but what I have heard is before sometimes they get movies financed and greenlit to produce, they have these like demo sessions. And one of these was uh, Kiala Settle singing This Is Me for this group of investors, pretty much. And there's a moment in the video where she basically, I can't remember exactly what she does, but if you watch it, you'll notice. She either comes, be- comes from behind a podium or looks up or just you really see that she gets this message. And she just steps in. She just steps into who she is and says, guys, this is me. I am the person, one of the people that will be leading this film. Take a chance on me. You know, there's a song called Take a Chance on Me. Like, at least I know that's a lyric in a song. And funny enough, oftentimes when we're asking somebody in the dating world to take a chance on us, we're not even showing them us. We're like, oh my goodness, what's this person going to like? I'm going to be that. Because, oh goodness, they're super attractive and I want to attract them. Guys, it doesn't work. And even if it did work, like I remember there's a particular girl that, oh, this is probably between, I don't know, set, right, right around, we'll call it seven years. Maybe, no, not seven, probably closer to 10, I guess. Wow. Life, life kind of flies by sometimes. It's probably closer to 10 years. And there was this girl that came on to me very, very strong at a swimming party. Now, there's, depending on the day, sometimes I can, be, I can be a little bit shy. And other times I'm just, you know, I just go ask for what I want. It just kind of depends on the day. And this day I was being a little bit shy. And this girl came on super, super aggressive. Like we were at a swimming party and she was around me. And hey, she was, she was very attractive. So I was like, let's do this. <laughs> you know, let's just have some fun. And, and so we ended up having a really good time. You know, that night at the swimming party, we hung out a few more times. Well, once I got comfortable with her, I went back to just being me, which is a lot more unshy than shy. Like when I'm comfortable around somebody, I'm not very shy whatsoever. And so I went back to being me and it was interesting because she had such a masculine energy that when I switched back to my true nature of who I am, it wasn't going to work. And so it's just interesting. And when I speak of masculine energy, it's not, you know, she was, she, you know, she didn't look manly or anything. I'm just clarifying. And she didn't, she was just very strong. You know, there's kind of that, there's, there's almost got to be the giver. There's almost got to be the receiver There's something around there. There's got to be the yin and the, the yin and the yang. Generally a person for me that I'm most interested in is actually somebody that calms me down and settles me. 
it's not somebody that's out there. That usually just doesn't work for me. But, but the reason I share that is because once our energy shift, once my energy shifted back to what it was, and it wasn't, and, and in that moment, I really wasn't trying to be anything that I wasn't. Just you know, different circumstances. We meet people, and sometimes we're totally out there and excited, and them too, and you know, so it's just it just kind of varies. But it's that, it's just like once I was myself, that wasn't going to work. It wasn't going to be what I wanted. It wasn't going to be what she wanted. And that's okay, guys. Like you don't have to marry every single person you meet. Last I checked, you're only allowed to marry one person at a time. (laughs) Like, so when we show up as our best self, or even just as ourself. We don't even have to be our, we don't even have to always be our best self. When when we show up as ourself, we are going to attract the people into our lives that are meant to be there. You know, a, a positive magnet attracts an, attracts a negative magnet always. At, at least if my memory of magnets is uh, is good right now. And ironically, when you have the same polarity of a magnet, if they're both positive, they, they repel each other. And if they're both negative, they repel each other. So there is something to be said for that. And I don't know where I was going with that part. But there is such a power in just being you. You know, it, it's interesting. Something coming to my mind is how different everybody is in the scriptures. And it's interesting to look at the way they live their lives and, you know, the way they even connect with God and the way they talk about God. Everything is so different. Well, maybe something coming to me right now is how the reason that all of those different stories are in the scriptures is because everybody connects with God different. Well, if everybody connects with God different, then obviously everybody connects in relationships different. And so what if we stop trying to force our, the, the square peg into a round hole? Because it just doesn't work. And not only that, like sometimes you'd feel like you'd have to walk around on eggshells with somebody. There is a peace, there is a comfort when you meet that person for you, that they're just your person. Like You just get each other, you connect with each other, you really begin to know each other. You know, I, I happened to read something that was kind of interesting right before this, and it's coming to my mind. So it basically talked about how women after their 20s are basically like discounted. And I just want to share with you, like I don't agree with that. And the reason I bring it up is because I feel so many people do feel that way. So many people feel that, oh my goodness, I'm not in my 20s anymore. What good am I to anybody? I'm not, or some, some people, I'm not in my 30s anymore. I'm not in my 40s anymore. I'm not in my 50s anymore. 
doesn't matter, guys. The person that loves you is going to love you for who you are. But guess what? If you pretend to be somebody else, they might miss you, at least for a little while. I'm remembering a story that Jenna Fisher tells in her book. It's called The Actor's Handbook or The Actor's Survival Guide or something along those lines. Now, Jenna Fisher, she played Pam Beasley on The Office. Now, it's interesting because you can create a lot of different headshots when you're in Hollywood. And, you know, headshots are basically this, it's basically a picture of you and casting directors get a zillion of these and they'll almost flip through them, almost like those little flip books that we used to make as little kids with uh, notepads where you make the character and, you know, you just flip through super fast and it actually turns in almost like an animation. So they flip through them almost to that, that quickly. Well, Pim, or sorry, Jenna Fisher had the opportunity to get some more glamour shots done. So making herself look really pretty and, you know, really sexy like. And instead, she elected to go with the more plain, plain Jane type look that she has in the office. Now, if she hadn't, that might have changed everything for her. We, we, might, we might not have had Jenna Fisher on The Office because they would have missed her. Guys, stop trying to be anything other than you. I try to be as open and honest on these podcasts as I possibly can. That is so important, guys. Don't try to make yourself into something that you aren't to attract a person that, does, that wants something that you're not. It, it just doesn't make sense. It, and you're not going to get what you want. Every single person is looking for something so different. Physical attractiveness is only one quality that somebody is looking for. But they are looking for the entire package. When you get into a relationship with somebody, you're going to be with the entire package. If you marry somebody, every single day and night, you're going to be going home with the entire package. And sometimes... From things that I've heard from other people that really, really attractive packaging fades pretty quickly. When someone's being rude and cruel to you and your friends and your family, that's going to fade. I, I am a fan of looking for the entire package. Yes, absolutely, I want to be attracted to the, the girl that I'm going to marry. And I also want a super deep connection with them. And I want them to be kind and you know, quite a few other things. But I do understand and know 
that it's the entire package that I'm looking at. Well, what if you're not letting people see you for who you are? What if you're not letting them see all the amazing, incredible things that you can do? What are they going to miss out on? What are you going to miss out on? Are, are you quirky? Are you funny? Is that your thing? If it is, let them see that. Are you assertive? Are you, I don't know, guys, I don't know all the different types of, the different types of people, but you know who you are. Are you being that? And if not, can I ask why? This, this advice is given in, I don't know, countless Disney movies of just be yourself. Robin Williams' character, the genie, says to Aladdin, he's like, no, that'll never work. So what does he do? He goes and he pretends he's Prince Ali Ababa or something like that. And she's more mad that he lied than that he's a prince. The other thing I... I can think of is when you take off the mask of having to be somebody else that you're not, you can move around a lot easier. I, you know, I'm kind of thinking of Disneyland with some of those characters that have these super, super heavy masks. It's probably not the easiest thing to move around in. What, what masks do you have that you're using to hide who you really are? Why? Because somebody somewhere told you, oh, this is how you got to do things. I remember there was a, an individual that told me, they're like, hey, let me, let me teach you how to, how to get girls. And this individual said, hey, you know, at church, you never want to sing really loud. You always want to hold the book open for the girl. You always want to let her sing louder. Like, I, I mean, it was... You know, you, you don't want to pay too much attention. Like, all of these silly, silly rules. Like, why, guys? Why do we listen to people? And regardless of what they're telling us their story is, we have no idea if it's true or not. I mean, unless a person walks in with a very attractive girl that's awesome. Like, okay, cool. They... They figured out how to connect with one single person that might be their person. Most of the best dating advice out there is awful. It really is. I mean, I always want to live at a level 10 of energy. That's crazy. I mean, you think thinking about it, it's like, it's like, all right, well, next time I'm in church, I'm going to be like, and, you know, and I hear something really good it said. I'm like, hey, man, that's amazing. I mean, especially in our church, that would be so out of place. What if what works for somebody else doesn't work for you? And what if, if you could just set aside all these things that you think you have to do in your head, that you'd actually have a pretty great life? 
I think I've shared this before, but where marketing started from a one book that I read called The Story Wars said it was like, I think it was the nephew of Sigmund Freud that started, you know, this inferior marketing where they basically teach you you're not good enough unless you have something. And, and that's really what the world does. Like women have a certain level of attractiveness. Guys have a certain level of attractiveness. It's just the way we are. And you know the funny thing though? I've talked to some people that, and heard other people talk that are very attractive, that are worried about like one single characteristic flaw. Like tons and tons of other people would kill to be this person, but they're like, no, this particular flaw is, is totally messing up my life. Do you know what's messing up your life? It's you're getting so caught up in your thinking that you're not in the moment. You can either be living your life or thinking about what somebody else says is the best way to live your life. I've done both, and I prefer the living my life part. Now, and we have to understand, like, certain things about us may not be able to change. I mean, barring plastic surgery, barring other things like that, we're kind of stuck with what we have. Now, you can take that and you can mold it into the best version of yourself. But in some ways, we're stuck with who we are. Well, if we're stuck with who we are, we might as well love who we are. Why not? So what? Some, some other person is more attractive than you. Well, guess what? There's one person more attractive than everyone out there in the world. There can only be one physically most attractive person in the world. And from some of the stories that I've heard about some of these quote-unquote super attractive girls, not all of them, but some of them are pretty horrible to people. Why do I share that? Because, guys, we look so much at one single aspect, one single side of somebody's life. Like I once heard somebody say that no matter how thin of a story, you know, no matter how thin, a pancake always has two sides or something like that. And we never know what side it is until sometimes too late. You know, I, I, knew, I had a good friend that you know, totally lied to me and not only lied to me one time, but he also got me to go against somebody else that used to be a friend. And you know what I found out later? That that individual was lying about everything. And you know how cool it was that you know, the, the person that I was a friend with originally, they were super understanding and they were super forgiving. Why do I share that? I don't know. <laughs> I share that because every person has two sides. 
Well, I mean, every person's an iceberg. Every single person you meet and come into contact with is an iceberg. You see about 10% on the top. That's it. And then as you get to know them, you get to know what's deeper. And some of them have this most beautiful, amazing looking iceberg. And under under the bottom, it's a bunch of rotting apples. (laughs) Or whatever makes glaciers break. Maybe a bunch of hot water. I don't know. Maybe we're we're getting too lost in the metaphor, but don't worry about it, guys. Be you. I'm I'm not sure if this next part's going to stay, but I think it will. And I hope you guys can honestly just trust me. For years, I didn't find myself to be the best looking guy. I actually had girls that were interested. And because I thought I was just nothing because of past experiences and things that had been done to me, and I thought I was nothing. I mean, to be honest, it wasn't until I was probably. Oh, 18 or so. And I met this girl that was very attractive and a lot of fun and amazing. And, and she helped me to see that I was an okay looking guy. But that's something I've really struggled with a lot of my life. What does it matter, though? What does it matter what another person thinks that you look like? It's so funny. Some days, yeah, some days you wake up and you're like, ah, I look all right today. And other days you're like, ah, I'm not loving this. Who cares? I I get it. I totally get it because I just shared how I feel. But you know, the interesting thing is, I don't worry about that as much anymore. A little bit. Like, you know what, Matt? Like, what I do, I simply, I ask the girls out that I'm attracted to. And if they're attracted to me, awesome. And if they're not, awesome. Because it doesn't matter. I can't control that. And also, I have to say, I may have mentioned this before, but oh, probably six, seven years ago, I was in the best shape of my life. I was in incredible shape. I was jacked. Like, if you want to go super, super far back on my Instagram, like one of the first posts ever, it's there. And I felt so good. And other times I was like so insecure. And now I'm nowhere close to where I was before because of injuries and 
you know, not being consistent at working out sometimes and eating way too much, way too much food sometimes and cookies and all the other good stuff that I sometimes enjoy. But I'm happy, guys. And if people don't like me, whatever. What if you had that? If people don't like you, whatever. Who cares? I heard something really interesting. It's on a book. It's called... It's called Right Now, The Beauty of the Present Moment by Steve Chandler. And in there he was talking about how so many people, they plan their future looking at their past. Well, what does it matter what we've done or what we haven't done? There is only one simple question that matters. What is it that you want to create? Who do you want to become? I heard this story. It's, it's actually told in uh, Stephen King's memoir, which is honestly one of the best books that I've ever read. It is incredible. But he tells a story about a girl in there that you know, she was super poor and she only had one pair of clothes. And finally that one pair of clothes kind of wore out. And she was so made fun of the entire time and she was hurt and all kinds of things like that happened to her. Well, after Christmas break, she came back and she cleaned herself up. She looked good. And she had on a really nice set of clothes and she, and she really, really looked like she was happy. And all the people around her instantly tore her mentally to shreds. They had worked so hard on destroying her that they were not going to let her out of the cage that they'd put her in. You know, and how sad that is that we live in that world. I mean, you know, I, like I said, I've, I struggled with being bullied and that type of stuff when I was younger. I was small. I wasn't very strong. And I didn't have any confidence. You know, and, and as I've mentioned before, like now, I'm pretty happy. Like, be kind. You don't have to hang out with somebody all the time to just be kind, ask them how they're doing, to just say hi. Be true to you. There's a song coming to my mind that is from Mulan by 98 Degrees. It's called True to Your Heart. And the part, you know, that's coming to my mind here just says, don't think so much, let your heart decide. Like we think so much about who it is we want to become or who we have to be. Trust your heart. And, you know, this other part says, true to your heart, you must be true to your heart. That's when the heavens will part and shower you with my love. Open your eyes. Your heart can tell you no lies. And when you're true to your heart, I know it's going to lead you straight to me. 
It is by being your true self that you will be led to the person of your dreams. Because if they're trusting their heart and you're trusting your heart, that's how it's going to work. What if you could just trust that? There is the, this inner voice, this inner knowing, this spirit that teaches each of us and tells us the next steps and the next direction to take. But so often we're so caught up in our crazy leprechaun thinking that we're like, I could never do that. And sometimes it is, it's hard to know. Like you, you'll hear me honestly thinking about some of these stories that I tell on here of being like, okay, is this really what I need to tell? Is this not what I need to tell? But a lot of this stuff I haven't thought about forever. So if it's come to my mind, then there's gotta be something to it. And I've just got to trust it and I've got to go forward with it instead of doubting. There's a great scripture that I love. It's in a book called Doctrine and Covenants. And it's a, it says, section six, verse 36, it says, doubt not, fear not. God does not speak to you through doubt. He does not speak to you through fear. He really speaks to us through love, through love and peace and those beautiful feelings that each of you can have in your life if you will just let yourself feel those. Anytime you think and are coming from this place of lack, that is simply the adversary messing with you. That is all it is. He wants to destroy you so that you take it that you don't take advantage of this incredible, amazing body that you have and this ability that you have to create in this world. When you are true to yourself, you are living your life. What do we say on this? Live your adventure, not somebody else's. Live your adventure. Anytime you're caught up in your thinking, you're not living your adventure. You're living somebody else's adventure. You're not even living an adventure. You're just, you're just stuck in the muck. Well, how do you get out of the muck? You practice. You start getting out every single day, day by day. I've wanted, I wanted to play the guitar for years. Ten years ago, I told myself I was going to learn to play the guitar, and I didn't. Well. Now I actually practice 20 minutes a day. 20 minutes a day will get you out of the muck. If you're not used to being out of the muck, if you're not used to being out, in the wor- out of the world, try stuff. If you're not used to eating in fancy places, not, not that I am, like, well, I mean, this is an example that other people give. So, like, the, the, ex- the example is, if you want to live a higher quality of life, go live that life. You know, if, it's, if it takes you a few weeks or so to go have a nice meal at whatever your version of a nice meal is, you get a different experience. I'm not telling you guys to do that. I want to I be very clear. But I'm saying just by getting out of your current environment, it changes everything. There's a great book by Dr. Benjamin Hardy called Willpower Doesn't Work. And one of the things he talks about is he struggled to write a book for a really long time. 
So finally, he just had to start taking himself to a coffee shop. And he recommends even you know, not taking your adapter. You're not taking your charger for your laptop. Well, I mean, you don't have to go to that extent. Like, I think sometimes we take on people's ideas and it's like, oh, that'd be really cool. But we think we can't tweak it to our way. It's like if I took my laptop, which is like this super beast gaming type computer because I need it to run all these programs, I would last about an hour. <laughs> it, it wouldn't give me much time at all. Like, so we can adapt things. It's like for so long, I was you know, using all the Tony Robbins strategies. And then I went to the point of you know, just kind of helping people listen to this inner voice. But there's even a balance there. There's a balance of helping people because if they're not used to listening to that inner voice, they're not used to listening to that inner guidance system, then sometimes it'll help them just getting out of the muck, starting off slow, doing 20 minutes a day of spending time outside of the muck and seeing that there's an entire other life there. I want you guys to live your adventure. What is it for you that's speaking to you in this podcast? I am so grateful, incredibly grateful for each of you that listen to this. I am astounded at how many people listen to this. I truly am. Absolutely, I want it to grow and I want the entire world to become happy and single. At least till the, the time they find that person that's right for them. Guys, the more you stop listening to what everyone else thinks your perfect plan is, the happier you're going to be. I am not saying that some nights do not suck. I'm not saying that sometimes life doesn't feel really hard. Now, when I spend time with my sister's family, yes, there are moments like, and it's like, man, that would be awesome to have that experience. And sometimes it lasts a little bit longer. It used to last a very long time. Like I'd see my sister and her family, you know, working on something together and be like, man, that would be cool. You know, but I'm so grateful to them for you know, really allowing me to be a part of their lives. Heavenly Father provides compensatory blessings to each of us in our lives. You know, it's like there's a scripture that says, basically this group of people that they wouldn't be delivered, but they were blessed. Maybe you're not being delivered from being single and finding the person of your dreams, but I can promise you, you are being blessed. Each of us have experiences in our lives that remind us that God is there, cares about us, is watching over us and helping us. We really do have those. And they're so beautiful. And I would encourage you to write them down because all of those really cool experiences, they have a half-life. It's like the first time it happened, it's like, oh my goodness, did that happen? And sometimes it's a day later that we're like, oh, did that happen? I mean, I had one happen recently that was something that never happened to me. I was like, whoa, that was amazing. And within moments, within an hour or so, I had almost forgotten that it happened. That's why we record things, because our minds only remember so much. 
But if you're feeling the need or the urge to be like somebody else, it's like that old commercial, be like Mike. Be like Michael Jordan. Well, do you know what happens when people be like Mike? Uh, the company Jordan makes a ton of money, which is kind of sort of owned by Nike. And also Michael Jordan makes a ton of money. Like, anytime anyone says you have to become like anybody else, to get where you want to be, understand that somebody is making a ton of money. <gasps> oh, you can, you can look like, I, you know, one of the celebrities that does a lot of skincare stuff, like Jennifer Garner and uh, Jane Seymour that played, that played one of the Bond girls on, I think it was Live and Let Die, which is such an amazing movie. One of my favorite Bond movies, actually. So well done. Anyways, somebody else is making money, guys. But you know what doesn't cost anything? To sit down and have an honest conversation with God or whatever it is that you believe in. And you know what's interesting that I've noticed? When I sit down and actually talk with Heavenly Father, as opposed to just run through a script that I've run through a lot of times, hey, Bless this day, blah, 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 amen. It's incredible what happens. There is a peace in prayer. And if you don't know who you are right now, if you don't know what you have to be true to, then I invite you to do that. And if you're feeling really down on your luck, I'd invite you to talk to a friend. You're, you're more than welcome. The announcement after the podcast always says, like, we have a group call at 10 a.m. Arizona time, most Monday mornings. You're welcome to come on there. Share with me how you're feeling. Come talk to me. We're ha happy to chat with you. And help you realize how awesome you really are. And that's free, guys. I don't, you don't pay anything for that. It's just free. There's so many things available to you right now. And if you weren't caught up in your thinking of how you're behind or how you haven't got all the things done you needed to do according to this article or according to this book or according to whatever, you may find yourself just being happy. I mean, truth be told, maybe if I'm grateful for Tony Robbins introducing me to coaching, but maybe if I hadn't focused on what was missing from my life and I focused on everything that I had instead and I focused on creating the life that I really wanted to, you know, maybe I would have figured out a lot of this stuff a lot sooner. Oh, well. As many people in this community say, I want you to know how special, amazing, and incredible each of you are and how there really is a God out there that loves you no matter what you feel about yourself. And if you don't feel that way, like I said, come, come chat. And go, like, 
what do you want to create? Like, take a moment and even write a paragraph of what you want your life to look like. I tell you guys on these every day, I read, it's probably a good, it keeps growing. So probably a good seven or eight paragraphs about where I want my life to be a year from now. Guess what? It's moving closer and closer towards that. That's another way to break out of whatever mold that you've put yourself in, is remind yourself of who you want to be and who you are every day, every day, every day. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way, if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on. And you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one coaching time with me, depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then that schedule changes. So you can go to the website happynsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now, at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and, and just kind of the stuff going on in your world, then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.